That's what I'm talking about. Yoshimura has been making the sickest exhaust systems since before you were born. They are the ones that powered my boys Jet Lawrence. Hunter Lawrence and Chase Sexton to the top of the box in Supercross and MX in 2023. If you want your dirt bike to run to the top of its game, get yourself a Yoshi. Check them out at yoshimurrd.com. Follow my boys on Instagram at yoshimura underscore rd. Everyone, welcome to the Yoshimura Midweek Podcast. Today I'm on the phone with uh, Ismail Navarro from Skills Racing. And uh, yeah, it's a really cool opportunity to uh, to talk with you today, Ismail, because uh, you're doing something super cool for the privateers in our sport. So I wanted to elaborate on that a little bit. And then also I wanted to find out your whole story and how Skills Racing came about. So um, I guess first off, Let's talk about the uh, privateer pitch shirt program that you have going. Sure, sure. Well, appreciate it. Appreciate the intro. And, um, and yeah, so the pitch shirt program kind of came together. We were trying to, you know, bouncing ideas to see what would be a good way to, you know, get the, the industry to kind of see what we could do. And we've always, you know, followed the sport. And in the past year, we've had the, the opportunity to help some privateers out with gear and pitch shirts and, and jacket stuff that we do so we thought it'd be pretty cool to kind of you know just support any any privateer out there that needed a picture to show off their sponsors mm-hmm. and just give it away for free and uh hopefully that would lead to people being able to see what we could do and um and so far it's been good i mean we we started pretty much at the beginning of this month and uh we're almost full so we kind of we set the tone for 50 riders and uh, there's still some, some spots left, but uh, we're happy. We're happy with the outcome. Okay. So uh, skills racing is based in Guadalajara, Mexico, and right. it, it is a uh, basically a, a custom uh, apparel brand. Correct. Um, right. I, I first found you on Instagram and uh, had a couple sets of gear made last year. And it's funny because remember how we went with the super plain look? Yeah, just two tone colors and stuff, but it got a lot of attention at the track. And even my buddy Scrub Daddy's all, "Yo, man, that's the <laughs> sickest kid you've ever had." But, um, but yeah. So uh, basically, how did you get into uh, in, into this business? And 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 obviously, there's other sports and uh, uh, industries to get involved in with custom printed apparel. But like, were you a motocross rider yourself? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I grew up riding motocross. I grew up in uh, California, in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. So uh, since I was like four years old, I started riding, and then I turned around ten years old when my uh, my dad decided to, you know, he's from Mexico, so he decided to bring the family down here. And we kept going down here, and we were always kind of involved in the into motocross, and you know, always followed the sport. And uh, you know, one day I just kind of decided I wanted to get into the sport one way or another, and I decided to start a brand. Nice. So how hard is it to, uh, to learn how to, uh, sublimate fabric and then how expensive is the process and do you have your own machines? I assume you're doing it yourself because the turnaround is so fast. Yes. Yeah. So, so it was, um, it was pretty cool. I mean, I've always, I worked in the, you know, totally different industry. I was in the tequila business for a big part of my life. Yeah. So, uh, so, um, that was pretty it was a big change for me, but in 2014, it all started basically because I was trying to, I always wanted to do a track walk. So I always, you know, I wanted to walk a super cross track and I, 
I was sitting down trying to figure out how I could do that. Uh-huh. And I'm an industrial designer. So I'm like, Jesus, what if I just do a brand and for fun, you know, sponsor a couple, a couple riders and maybe that can get, you know, get me a ticket into the track walk. And I did that. And I was lucky enough to come across some riders willing to give the brand an opportunity, like from zero. And like within the next year, I was doing my first track walk with them, which was awesome. And then, so when I started off, I kind of, you know, I, I talked to a couple of friends that were doing stuff for bicycle, like for uh, bicycle riders, um, shorts and jerseys and stuff like that. So like, you know, do you think we could put a, you know, motocross pant and a jersey together? So jerseys aren't too difficult. Motocross pant is like, you know, that, that's like, that's the hard part of the industry, I guess you could say, finding that, like the right fabrics and just putting everything together. And um, so, yeah, this friend was kind enough to help me, you know, get started. And as things kind of kept rolling, I got more riders. And then I, I started doing, you know, for, for some teams and stuff. And it kind of growed. I just, uh, I decided to actually partner up. So I ended up partnering partnering with him, which uh, he already had some of the equipment. And we just kind of bought some more equipment to be able to, to pump out what we're doing today. And, uh, and that's kind of, you know, where it started. I, I left the tequila industry and just said, well, I guess I'm, I'm going to go <laughs> across the now. Nice. It's funny. You're, when you started saying, how could I get on the track? The first thing I thought was, oh, he made a pit shirt and just faked it. <laughs> it's funny because I've seen guys at supercrosses, like mostly like in Vegas and stuff, but like decked out in riding gear. Like they sneak, yeah. sneak in that way. But uh, That would have been way cheaper for sure. <laughs> yeah. So uh, was it skills racing from the start? Yeah, yeah. So it always it's always been skills racing. Um, I, 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 that's the hardest part, I guess. The name, mm-hmm. you know, whenever you do a brand or whatever, it's kind of what am I going to call it? And you know, all the names are already taken, and it's just it's just difficult. So uh, I, I found skills. I like the meaning of the word, and uh, I just kind of had to put a Z on the you know at the end just to balance out the logo, and it kind of looked good. So I just worked with that. Yeah. So what year was that that you launched Skills then? It was uh, 2014. Okay, so you've been around almost 10 years. Yeah, almost. Nice. Okay, so uh, uh, yeah, I found you on Instagram, and uh, I think you're offering, you know, custom pant and jersey. Um, right. So the pant is actually, man. I mean, <laughs> I was super impressed with it. It's it's this stretchy type fabric, and it's like motocross gear over the last even 10 years has changed a bunch. Let alone you know, three decades that I've been involved in the sport. Um, right. So now the new style of uh, of gear is kind of minimalistic, right? And it's tighter, right. it's stretchier. Um, yeah, tighter, stretchier, no more plastics. We kind of, the lighter, the better. And yeah. uh, you know, that's the, the, new, the new way to go. So sublimation is obviously the way to, to cut the weight on that and everything. So right. um, how is the... Uh, development process been for you since you started the pant like how long have you been doing pants now yeah so i started off and it was uh when we started off it was a fabric that's you know doesn't stretch at all and it was it wasn't my favorite pant and then you know you look at other brands that are way ahead of you and but we had to kind of work with what we had and it took a while to be able to find the right fabrics and we were able to find them um actually with uh with the great supplier we have in the u.s so once we got our hands on the right fabric, we were like, okay. So it was it was at the beginning when we didn't have the stretchy stuff. I wasn't pushing pants too hard, just because I knew you know I, I only had one shot, and if I 
kind of went with that. People would kind of know the brand for, you know, a pant that's not that comfortable. So I kind of, I waited until everything was kind of, you know, good enough to compete with all these other brands. And that was uh, a couple of years ago, I think, that we were able to kind of dial it down. And, and that's when I decided to really push the brand and, uh, and start selling more and more pants. Mm -hmm. So are you manufacturing uh, a local facility down there? Yes. Okay. It's funny yes. because if you think about several categories in motocross, right? Like, like uh, motocross graphics, for instance, they used to all be screen printed and, you know, they weighed a ton and you had to do a right. minimum run of several hundred if you want something custom. Uh, now everything's digital. Uh, right. It seems like nobody buys these old school screen printed graphics anymore. And now gear is headed that same way. Like even like the, the big established brands have a sublimated Jersey program now, but uh, brands like yourself and uh, I think uh, Michael Leib's canvas. I mean, you guys are uh, legitimate players now making fully custom stuff. I mean, it's kind of crazy that it's evolved to this level, right? Yeah, I know. It's like when we started the, the main idea was to be able to offer sublimated logos, names, and numbers. So it was kind of my idea was to just to do a, you know, some basic designs and be able to give people what the pros have, like the factory riders. And, um, and then kind of one thing led to another where you get, you know, you, you get a call and they'd want, you know, custom colors or custom designs. And it just kind of evolved into being able to give people that option to just express themselves and, you know, be unique at the track because, I, I, a lot of people really appreciate being able to represent either if it's a sponsor or, you know, certain colors. And so, yeah. So, uh, are you the designer as well? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so so uh, how, <laughs> talk about all the stuff you had to learn to do this because, you know, um, obviously I've in the magazine industry I was in, you know, I had, I had a, a full-time artist and now we don't have a need for a full-time artist. So we have a part-time guy and he's really awesome. He takes care of us, but like I've tried to mess around with Illustrator and stuff. It's hard, you know. Like yeah, no, it was a, it was a learning curve for sure. Like at the beginning, it was just me. So it was just me trying to get you know all these pieces together and everything from production to design to marketing. Just you know, we we you joked about it once. You know, it was just me. I, the first time I think I, I hit you up, I was like, it's just me. You know, trying to have fun with this and trying to make make it into something. Um, today, you know, I'm fortunate enough to have designers under my team, but still like everything we do, at least, uh, everything that's on the website I design and, and most of the site, I just have to kind of check off just because there's a certain style. Yeah. And, and yeah, it was hard. I mean, I did study industrial design, which is similar, but we don't use, you know, graphic design programs. So it was a lot of YouTube, a lot of tutorials, just trying to figure it out and see how, how, uh, how this stuff worked. Nice. It's funny you say YouTube. You can learn anything on that. Yeah, I, yeah. I carved a turkey on Thanksgiving with a YouTube video. <laughs> but yeah. uh, what about the pattern making and stuff like that? Are you buying patterns from somebody or are you actually cutting and sewing and doing it all yourself? No, uh, we developed our own patterns. So, um, you know, we always use some of the leading brands of reference. You know, if we liked how some sleeves fit, but we like, you know, the, the back and the chest of some other brand and then, we kind of just put everything together and try to, you know, try to get the best fit possible. Mm -hmm. And again, it's super hard just because everyone has a super different body type and, you know, they might be 32, but one's like tall and one's, you know, one's short. And you kind of have to find that soft spot. And we've, we've worked a lot of years trying to figure it out. I think we're 
we're all, we're we're pretty damn close to it, I think. Mm-hmm. So from start to finish, a customer orders something, you design it for them, they approve it. Like best case scenario, from start to finish, like when you ship it out the door, what's the turnaround right. time? Right now we're at around uh, we average ten days. Wow. So it'll take us uh, a couple of days to get the design approved. Um, from the, so we'll do, I'm sorry, a couple of days to get the design done. And then the approval is usually pretty quick because they're anxious to kind of see their design and, yeah. and give us approval. And then from there, you know, normal process will take us about, you know, seven days to get everything together and, uh, and shipped out the door. And then we're, we're close to the U.S. So shipping usually is the next day or a couple of days, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't believe how fast the turnaround on those mountain bike jerseys were. <laughs> I was expecting yeah. it to be a couple of months or something. And it was like under a week. Yeah, no, I mean, we, we pumped out gear in a couple of days for teams and if the, you know, our jackets or pictures, we even, we've done stuff where uh, it takes us one day or two and we're shipping. So yeah. it, it's, it's a big advantage to go to have your own facilities and your own shop, you know? Yeah. So, uh, uh, what is the cost and is there a minimum? You could order one set of gear, right? If you wanted to. Yeah, you could order one set. It's, uh, there's no minimum, and then, you know, there's di- a lot of different products that we could custom make, and, uh, you know, usually our gear is 260 and then there's an option that goes up uh, around $15, and it's just a full micro, uh, like a, a full mesh jersey, mm-hmm. which is a lot lighter and a lot, uh, a lot more ventilated, so that's an option on our website, too, so that's kind of where it ranges. Yeah, 260 do- for a pan jersey. Right, right, 264. In, in, including design and all that. Yeah, everything. Yeah, that's and amazing. Then, um, kind of our, our theme is to make it easier on the customer, we, we usually just uh, have them purchase it, and then on the notes we'll ask kind of what they're thinking, and then we'll just follow up with an email and, you know, get details and kind of get our designers to work and then give them a base design for them to either modify or approve or work from there. So mm-hmm. we try to make it as easy as possible on the customer also. Okay, so in addition to motocross pant and jersey, uh, you also do uh, obviously the pit shirts, like you're doing for the privateers. Yeah, in a pit jacket type thing. Can you? Do yeah, that? so we do, we do pit shirts, and then we have a windbreaker, which is you know it's pretty popular for riders and mechanics just because it's super easy to put away and um, it's light. It's easy to move around for mechanics. And then we have uh, a heavier jacket, which is actually made by the same materials we use in our motocross pant. So it stretches and it's uh, it's warm. And on the inside, we do like a polar lining just for those super cold races. They don't have to layer up as much. They could just use one jacket and they'll be good. Mm-hmm. So we have a uh, pitcher windbreaker, the jacket, and then we do a vest, like a, a moto vest, mm-hmm. um, which is great for riders when they're on the line and show off sponsors. And then we're this this uh, this year we're coming out with uh, we're working on a let's I'm not sure even what it's called. I, I, one of the teams uh, that's racing Supercross Asprey, I think it's called like a parka, which is it's like a windbreaker but just longer. Yeah. And um, so we're working on that. So we'll hopefully have that before the year ends in case anyone wants to wants to use that. So those are kind of our main staples. Our main sellers. Yeah. Okay, and you also make a short sleeve mountain bike jersey. Do you do a short as well? Um, we don't do shorts. We haven't done shorts yet. Um, again, like you said, there's a lot of industries and. I mean, even just motocross, we've just tried to, you know, tried to um, really focus on it and then not get distracted with mountain bike or yeah, all the other 
but once we once we get one dialed, we will for sure try to try to jump into those also. Yeah. So have you uh, had requests to do like any other stuff outside motocross, like with a jersey pattern, like a fishing shirt or? Uh, no, what we've done, and it's 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 a little bit crazy, but we've got uh, orders uh, for companies that have nothing to do with motocross, but they see our pit shirt and they like it. And uh, this this actually this year we did a you know fairly large order for a company here in Mexico, one of the biggest uh, jewelry companies mm-hmm. companies. And uh, we did jackets, pit shirts, and just regular T-shirts, which is pretty cool. So, nice. so yeah. For people outside the industry to look at it and say, like, you know, we want some of those from scales, it's it's, it's awesome. Yeah, you could probably get some uh, bowling teams at <laughs> the pitch. <laughs> I haven't done that yet, but we probably we probably can. Nice. Okay, so getting back to the whole privateer thing, it's just uh, uh, it's a really generous thing that you're doing, offering a free pitch shirt to uh, Supercross Privateer, and then a discounted. Uh, rate for additional shirts for the rest of the team, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, the response has been pretty good so far. Like we just put it out, what, two, three weeks ago? Maybe? Uh, yeah, we did it three weeks ago. Um, we we talked about 50 riders, and I think right now we're up to like 30, 30 32 riders, something like that. Mm-hmm. So we still have 20 spots left. Nice. And it, it's awesome. I think, um, like I said, I think uh, a, lot of people, a lot of sponsors really – you know, appreciate their riders looking good, and I'm pretty sure riders can make even get more sponsors once they look professional at the, you know, in the pits and stuff. So, it's uh, it's kind of, uh, I think it's a win-win for everyone. Mm-hmm. Have you uh, have you had any trouble with like logo uh, licensing or like you know, have you gotten a cease and desist from someone saying you can't use our logo? Not yet. I think, uh, you know, everything we do that we put logos, we make sure kind of whoever asks for them is responsible if they're anything were to occur. Yeah. It's under their ability, but, um, you know, to this day, we've been fine with that. So Nice, nice. So, Ismail, how much uh, how much moto do you do these days yourself? Uh, God, man, I, I wish I did more than I do. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, I try to do it at least, you know, once every – I used to do it once a week. Now it's – uh, then it would turn into once every you know couple weeks, and now probably once a month I'll be lucky if I'm able to you know go to the track. We have some great tracks down here, and it's uh, it's a waste. Sometimes I drive by and I'm like, God, I need to I need to you know, I need to get on my bike. But but uh, I have four kids, so it's oh, it, just, yeah, just being at home is a, is a full time job and uh, keeping up with that schedule. So what's uh, what's the scene like down there in Guadalajara? It's great. I mean, track. We have a couple of tracks. Uh, dirt is awesome. We have a uh, motocross uh, series throughout the year, and then we have some really, you know, we have great locations. Just we have we have really nice beaches, mm-hmm. so they make for great races. And we got we get some guys from the U.S. coming down here and kind of taking all the podiums, which is <laughs> it's great for them and great for people. You know, just because you know they're they're fast and uh, people get excited when they see you know people from outside of Mexico racing. So yeah. It's funny on uh, on on this coast we had the Too Much Fun Productions uh, Cantamar Beach Race series that uh, Armando <laughs> Carrasco put on. I used to right. go to that all the time when I was uh, oh wow, it was in the '90s when I worked at Cycle News, but it was on <clears> it was on the beach down there. It was, set, it was sure something something different than we have up here in hard packed Southern California, you know. <laughs> <clears throat> it was funny. I was uh, I was with my daughter this past weekend in Vegas and 
I was trying to talk her into getting one of those big giant slushy tequila drinks that's like three feet yeah. tall. And she's like, ah. yeah. and we got to talking about, you know, drinking and stuff. And I'm all, yeah. The last time I was really, really messed up drunk and couldn't handle it was in Mexico. The night before <laughs> one of those races, I had too much tequila and I didn't end up making the race. Oh. <laughs> I was laid out. Probably uh, worth it. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, Hey man, uh, it was awesome getting some time with you on the phone and uh, hopefully it uh, attracts the final uh, what, 15, 20 guys to take advantage of the skills racing supercross privateer pitch shirt program. Um, best way to contact you is to DM you on Instagram or can they find, what, what is your website? Yeah. So the website skillsracing.com with a Z. Yeah. With a Z. And then the best way for the pitch program is through DM just because it's, it's already set up where, uh, they send us a DM. We'll kind of send them where you know which email to send all their logos, everything we need from them, and then uh, we'll take it from there. And then again, we'll design everything for them. They don't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. All we ask is their sizing and their logos, and then we'll take care of it. Nice, nice. Um, what uh, what is your Instagram? At Skills Racing. Yeah, at Skills Racing. Okay, perfect. All right, man. Well, uh, am I going to see you at any Supercross rounds this year? Yeah. So for sure, I'll be at San Diego. So uh, I'll, I'll be at San Diego and then probably Anaheim too. And then I'll try to make a couple rounds on the East Coast. We have uh, a team racing East Coast this year. So mm-hmm. I'll for sure be over there. So I'll, I'll oh, look nice. for you. Yeah. You have a team more in skills race war. Yeah. So uh, there's a team that will do an arena cross and East Coast 250. And um, so, yeah, I don't, I don't make it to a lot of East Coast races, really, usually on the West Coast. But this yeah. year I'll, probably, I'll be down there. All right. Well, let's plug them. Who are the riders? <laughs> so it's the Creo team. So they're racing the arena cross, and it's, uh, it's, it's, it's Tyler Gibb, Dawson, Cobb, and then Georgian uh, Telecove. Mm-hmm. So he, he, I think he's from, um, there. one's from Canada, one's from Europe, and one's from the U.S. So they'll be doing East Coast this year. And then we got riders on the West Coast, which were um, David Pooley, uh, Addison Emery, Trey Fierro, and then I'm still in talks with some guys for 450. So mm. we should have a lot of gear on the gate this year. Ah, you got pulley and that stuff, huh? So you're making, yeah. you're making OnlyFans jersey, I guess? Yeah. <laughs> nice. I'm making the OnlyFans. So um, it's cool. I mean, the, I think uh, we'll, we'll be doing a lot of custom stuff for the riders. So it'll be, it'll be good. It will be good for them to be able to really showcase, you know, their sponsors and stuff. Cool, cool. All right. Well, uh, Ismail, thanks for the time. And guys, thanks for checking out the uh, Yoshimir Midweek Podcast. And be sure to check out skillsracing.com. We'll talk to you next time. Appreciate it. Thank you.